New Hope Outreach Ministries, making a difference by taking the gospel from word to action. And now, today's message. Thank him so much for all his many blessings this week. Amen. For another Labor Day, look at your neighbors at Labor Day. Amen. Say thank God for what he's doing. Um, last week I shared with you guys about um, um, do you believe this? I think right now, as far as the church is concerned, the greatest thing we can do right now is to continue to work on our faith. Amen? Um, because what you believe in, the things that God want to do for you, it's going to take faith to get it done by the grace of God. It's not going to just happen just because you want it to happen. And a lot of people want things to happen, but it's going to take faith to make it happen by the grace of God. And that's why he asked Mary and Martha that question said that um, he was the resurrection of life. But he could raise Lazarus from the grave. But do you believe this? Do you believe that God can raise people from the dead? Do you believe that God can heal your physical body? Do you believe that God can change your life? Do you believe that all things are possible with God? I want you to take a minute and look at that scripture over there in the book of, book of Luke. Um, Luke, the, um, the 18th chapter, I believe, I believe it is. And verse... Um, And verse 27. Your belief system is one of the most, one of the most important aspects of your Christian life. People, you know, people don't pay no attention to it. They say what they want to say. <clears throat> they do various things and whatever, but you don't realize that you're not living out of what you think. You're living out of what you believe. Basically, if you don't believe that God can do certain things, God can't do it for you. And that's why he said over there in the book of, book of Luke, he said in Luke in, in, in chapter, chapter 18, chapter 18 in verse uh, 17, verse 27, says this. And he said, the things which are impossible. Look at your neighbor and say, impossible. Now, can you, have you came across anything that seems to be impossible? That people said, no way, it can't happen, and they've already titled it and put a, and, and put a label on it. it. It won't work. It can't work. It never work, and all that type of stuff like that. In other words, they put things in their perspective, but that's not God's perspective. That's what he said here. He said this. He said, the things which are possible, impossible with men, are possible with God. Now, see, that's not, that is something you think about, but the fact of the matter, do you believe that? That's something you got to believe. And just like um, the sister was saying a minute ago about the job, do you believe that that's yours? If you believe it, don't worry about it. Put it in God's hand and let him work it out and work out the detail for you. And that's why it's so important right now is to not only see things, but believe what you see, because a lot of us have been taught things over the years that's not been true. That's uh, a lot of false doctrine, a lot of false teaching. They didn't know any better, and they, didn't, they wasn't able to teach us any better. 
Because we can do better, or because we can know better, we can do better by the grace of God. The Holy Spirit had begun to come into full play now and begin to teach the church what you need to do, how you need to live, and where you need to go, and how to be successful in this crazy, chaotic life we live in. We can do this by the grace of God. And this morning, we want to look at, uh, look at some scriptures this morning um, over there in the book of uh, in the book of 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter, uh, chapter 2. I'm sorry, it's chapter 13, verse 5. Before we get started, let us pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you for your teaching, this us, teaching us this morning. And thank you for the things you're going to say. We come against every hindering spirit that was trying to stop us, that's trying to confuse us that will try to prevent us from being able to speak this word this day. And we pray, Father, your word will come forward with clarity, come forward with understanding, and all that hear will be blessed in Jesus' name. Open up our understanding that we may receive. Open our ears that we may hear. Not only just be a hearer of the word, but also a doer of the word as well in Jesus' name. And we thank you for what you're doing, and we thank you for what you're going to do. Now, what is a personal belief? What is a personal belief? You know, people, people are always talking about they, they believe this and they believe that and all the other good stuff. What is a personal belief? What is that? That is an, an opinion. Look at your neighbor saying an opinion. An opinion that a person holds that may be true or not true. And that's why now you want to examine, look at your neighbor say examine, what you really believe. Because if you, if you don't realize it, a lot of stuff we believe is not true. And we have believed this stuff for years. We've been taught it by church people. They believe that. They believe, you heard me say it many times, you see a, if, if they see a black cat cross the path, they believe that you're going to have bad luck for X number one, X number months, or X number of weeks or whatever. They believe that. And guess what? Because they believe that when that black cat crossed that path, guess what's going to happen? Some chaotic, some crazy going to happen to them. And, and why is it happening? Because that's the opinion and that's what they believe. That's what being taught. Now, you need to discard that type of thinking. Discard that type of thinking and line your thinking up with the word of God. Once you line your thinking up with the word of God, guess what? Things will change. We got people in our lives that, that we grew up with. Um, teachers and, you know, friends and family and mothers and fathers and whatever, we learned a lot from that influence, to, had a lot of influence in our life. They made a lot of comments to us about things in life. And a lot of those things we learned that they taught us was not true. A lot of things they, they did teach us was true. But now you got that line of apples with apples and oranges with oranges. Line up with you, what you were taught and now what you believe against the word of God. Line up with the word of God. If it does not coincide with the word of God, it does not matter who said it. It does not matter where it comes from. It does not matter the position or whatever, ownership of or whatever. It's not true. Because truth is going to set you free by the grace of God. And when you get the right things in your head, the right things will come out of your life. By the grace of God. People say, you know, I, I, I believe in the Lord. Well, 
The devil believe in, in tremble. He won't serve God. He won't serve God. If you believe that you love God, then why don't you serve God then? Where is your love for God? Where is your interest for God? Where is your service to God? You serve everybody, you serve everything else. It's just like being in love with a person. You be in love with a person, you never talk to them, you never have communication with them, you never spend no time with them, you never be able to have fellowship with them, but you run around telling everybody you're in love with them. You won't even go visit them on a Sunday. There's no time. But yet and still, we believe that we love God. That's why I say, you got to examine that type of thinking. Because that type of thinking is dangerous right now in our society in which we live. A lot of people are thinking, thinking things, whatever, that's not true. Everybody thinking right now, the world is going to be destroyed. The world is going to be destroyed, but it's going to be destroyed by God. But let mankind tell it, we're going to destroy the world. It's not true. And that's why the scripture says, search the scriptures, and in them you will know that you have eternal life by the grace of God. And right now, it's time to examine. Examine what you believe. Look at 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5, it says. It said, examine what? Not them, not the church, but examine yourself whether you be in the faith. And a lot of people are saying they're in the faith, but they're not in the faith, really. Because what they're saying and what they're doing and what they're believing is not lining up with God's word. And seeing what happened here, the devil said, ha, ha, oh, man, that's great. That's wonderful. You believe this. You believe that. <clears throat> but at the same time, what you believe should line up with God's word. If it don't line up with God's word, it's of no value to you by the grace of God. He said, prove your own self. In other words, you ain't got to walk around and tell anybody, say, oh, I'm this, I'm that, I'm saved, whatever. Walk around, you know, like you got sack, sackcloth and ashes on or whatever. You know, wearing all these long clothing and all this stuff, this, um, this um, pearl and stuff like that, trying to present to the world who you are. The Bible didn't say that. What did the Bible say that we did how to express ourselves? He said, you are the light of the world. And then it didn't say anything about what you wear. The Bible said, render your, render your heart to the Lord, not your garment to the Lord. But people think because they put on all this stuff, put on this great facade and whatever, that's going to cause them to be holy or not. It's not. They believe that, but that's not true. And what happens is other people come along and believe the same thing. If I wear this and I dress like this, guess what? This one maybe to do. This how maybe to act. I'm going to be just like such and such. You don't need to be like Mike. Look at your neighbors. I don't need to be like Mike. I need to be like Jesus. Mike don't have a heaven to put you in or a hell to put you in. He's a man just like you, like you're a man. And you want to make sure that this type of believing is in line with God. And he said, how that Jesus Christ is in you except you be reprobate. In other words, this is a person who has gone to a point where, where it's really, they don't care about God. God pretty much turned them over. And that's where a lot of people are today. You can't tell whether they are saved or unsaved. Because a lot of people, a lot of unsaved people, 
do crazy stuff like, like saved people do. And saved people do stuff like unsaved people do. That's really crazy. And you want to say, I thought that he was a Christian. Look at all this uh, child molestation and stuff like that in churches and, and all this stuff like that. These are, many of these people are tongue speaking, Bible reading, church going Christian every week, every week. But somehow or another, they believe they can commit certain sin and get away with it and not get caught. They believe that. Because if they didn't believe that, they wouldn't do it. Did you know everything that's covered is going to be uncovered? Everything hidden going to come to the light. See, that's why it's important. It's not about what New Hope think or what the pastor think or what the, what the bishop think. It's what God thinks. God is the one that sees you. The God is the one that watches over you every day. He knows your every move. He, he even knows the thoughts of your heart, whatever, by the grace of God. And that's why it's important now to examine what you believe and make sure that what you are believing is in line with God's word by the grace of God. There's another translation. I would like to read that one as well. We may, may not read it, but the same scripture, 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 5. It does not matter how long you've been in a situation. Look at, your, look at your neighbor in a situation. But if you believe that you can't get out of that situation, you won't change. God have already confessed and said to men of us that by his stripes you'll heal. But in order for that to come to pass, we've got to believe it. We've got to receive it. We cannot always put our trust in man. Some trust in horses, some trust in chariots. But we're going to trust in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. It's good to be able to have confidence that they can do certain things where God can work through them. But the, but the faith and the belief have to come in Jesus Christ. It does not matter. God is a God of suddenness. He can reverse things in a matter of seconds. But many people don't believe that. Well, God... Well, God is going to do. No, God ain't going. He said it is finished. It's a finished work. And we got to get to the point where we believe what God done and know what God done. So when we hear these things, that when people say them, we'll not be overwhelmed by them by the grace of God. In a believing something that we shouldn't, we shouldn't believe by the grace of God. That one scripture said, look at yourself and check to see if you still believe. Do you still believe? And a lot of people don't believe anymore. A lot of people start off with Christ, but many people today have walked away from Christ now because things are not happening the way they should. Listen, listen to me. God has richly blessed us as a nation, as a people. All nationalities, we've been blessed. But at the same time, we have forgot about the blesser. And we're running after blessings now. And because we're running after blessings, and, and the devil is luring that carrot in front of us, and we're running after it. Stop running after the carrot and run after Jesus. And you'll find that the carrot will come later. It'll come. Why would you say that, Pastor John? Because the Bible says so. I believe what, what uh, St. Matthew 6.33 says. 
Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And what? And his righteousness. And what's going to happen? These other things will be added to you. You don't have to ask for them. They just come. How many things that you've got God to bless you with in the last month or two or whatever, you didn't even ask for them? But guess what? God just opened up the windows of heaven and just bless you anyway. Why he do that? Because he loves you. And then the scripture said in the book of Psalms, he will not withhold any good thing from those that walk right before him. And that's why it's important is to make sure that we get our, get our belief straight. And that's why a lot of people today, when it comes to suddenness, that's why certain things are not happening, because they don't believe it. More people got more faith in the doctors and banks and jobs than they got in God. Now, listen to me. I'm not saying you don't have confidence in your job. I'm not saying that at all. But that's not your source. Who wake you up in the morning? Who wake you up? Do you believe that God is the one that wakes you up? God is the one that prepares you and gives you strength to get wealth. Do you believe that? Or do you believe that everything you get, you got to labor and work for it? Do you believe that? Now, some people believe that. Everything they get, they got to labor and work for it. And they don't have certain qualifications. They don't feel they can measure up. That's a belief. God is no respecter person. Now, I'm not saying not to, to go out and get qualified and be qualified for certain things, but just because you're not does not disqualify you from being a candidate for blessing, the blessing of God. The last should be first, and the first should be last by the grace of God. And once you begin to believe that and know that, that's why you can walk in victory. Victory is just not going to happen because you, you can spell it, because you can talk it, because you can share it with other people. Victory is going to happen when you believe that you are more than a conqueror by the grace of God. That's when you're going to have victory. And you're going to know that you got victory by the grace of God. You know that you can do all things. When you get into a situation or whatever, guess what? You ain't got to worry about what can I do or can I? No. I can't do anything, but guess what? I can do all things through Christ. I believe that. Anything I put my hand to touch, it is possible by the grace of God. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the grave, it's the same spirit that resides in you. You are not a brother from another country or whatever, another nation or whatever. You are God's child. The same spirit, look at your name, it says same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead presides in you and I. But the question of it is, do we believe this? When we run into a situation, that belief system gun, the devil said, well, it's over. That's why it has to be solidified in your heart. I know God is with me. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, Guess what? Maybe new to you. I will not feel no evil. Why? Because I believe and I know the dog with me all the time. I don't think that I know that. 
If you don't believe that, guess what? God can't help you. God can't help you. Just like David. David didn't think that he could be, defeat the Goliath. He believed and he knew. Every giant come in your life, you can defeat it. It does not matter how long it's been there. Whether drugs, whether alcohol, or sickness, or whatever, you are an overcomer by the grace of God. Can nothing defeat you unless you believe it can defeat you. Then that's when we open the door for the devil to come in, and he'll come in and try to take take advantage of us. Don't look at my tears because I tell you I'm, I'm excited about what God is doing and what He can do for you if you just believe that God can do it. It doesn't. It does not matter if you were born in a railroad shack. It don't matter. But you can live as a king and a queen in Jesus by the grace of God. But the question of it is, do you believe it? Do you believe that? Everybody else didn't graduate. Nobody else in your family graduated from school. Can you be the head and not the tail? Do you believe this? Yes, you can by the grace of God. It don't take all that that they say it takes. It takes the word of God by the grace of God. It takes God's word to do it. Look in the book of Mark, Mark chapter 5 and verse 3 and, and verse 34. When the woman went to Jesus with the issue of blood, she was sick. Look at your name. It says sick. It's that the devil is trying to do every, whatever he can to inflict God's people. But in Jesus' name, look at your name. It says in Jesus' name, no weapon formed against me will prosper. It can form, but it will not prosper. It will not be successful. Under no circumstances, regardless of what they said, regardless of who they said, it does not matter. It's not, it's not going to work. Because I serve a God that is able. He said unto her in Mark 5, 34, Daughter, thy faith, basically what you believe, has made you whole. What made you whole? It's not what you read in Ebony Magazine. On Jet Magazine, World Illustrated, what you believe, has made you whole by the grace of God. Your faith, your faith and belief in Jesus Christ by the grace of God. And that's not going to happen because, again, because you want it to happen. That's going to happen because you want it to happen and you put time and energy into the word by the grace of God. It's going to come to pass. It's going to come to pass. Has made the whole go in peace. And behold, of that plague. And then take nobody with faith to come and heal her, lay hands on her. He told her, he said, daughter, thy faith, what you believe, what you've been thinking about, what you've been meditating on, 
what you look at and what you keep before you all the time has made you whole. You know, only whole people can have whole relationship. That's why a lot of people sometimes don't, don't have good relationship because they're broke and they're trying to help other people and they're broke too. Hurting people hurt other people. But somehow I had to be the big boy and the big girl to, to, to take a stand in Jesus' name. If you want to be prosperous and be successful, you have to believe and have to know that Jesus is the way. There's no other way. There's no other way. If I want to be successful, if I want to be happy, if I'm going to be prosperous, in, in a godly way, I have to believe it's going to have to be done God's way. I have to believe that. There's a lot of prosperous people down there. There's a whole lot of unhappy people too. Because why? They're doing it in their own strength. They believe in what they do. It's going to get them through. It's not what you do. You're not going to always feel like it. Look at your neighbors and feel like it. You're always not always going to think. Think like you should think to be able to do what you need to do. That's why the scripture said in the book of Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, says, trust in the Lord and lean not to your own understanding. It said not to use it, but don't depend on it. Don't allow it to become a crutch to you. But acknowledge him in all your way. He will guide and direct your path. You got to believe that. And you're walking with Christ. And Christ is the, is the author and finisher of your faith. When chaos stuff happens, guess what? You got to believe what? You got to believe that Jesus is with you. You got to believe that. You got to believe that regardless of where you are, how you're feeling, where nobody loves you, everybody walks out on you, everybody forsakes you and give up on you when you feel like pulling that trigger and committing suicide. You got to remember, Jesus, I will never leave you, nor will I forsake you. I will be with you always until the end of the world. You don't have to worry about it. When my mother and David said in the book of Psalms said, when my mother and my father forsake me, what you going to do, Jesus? You're going to pick me up. Absolutely. I know some of us never had the love and experience of love that should experience. And men of the day, uh, late, in the late 50s and 60s and 70s, even older, still don't believe that they can be loved. But I got news for you. That can change. What we read in that scripture in the book of Luke? Luke said what? Someone read it. I'm telling you, it can happen. Luke 18, 27. What it say? What it say? Now you've been mistreated. Been kicked like you've been a football, a soccer ball. Kicked around, abused, taken advantage of. One relationship, one bad relationship, one out of... Out of one bad relationship, right into another one. But do you believe that you can be happy? 
What impossible with man is possible with God? Well, it'll never work for me. You're probably right. It won't. Because you know why? That's what you believe. I will never be happy until I leave this world. Guess what? You probably won't until you leave this world. My wife would never treat me like a wife until I'm long gone. If that's what you believe, that's the way to be. My husband never loved me like a husband. If that's what you believe, that's the way to be. I've been married 10 times. I'm getting ready to get married 11 times. I ain't never had a man to treat me right, a woman to treat me right. If that's what you believe, that's the way to be. See, because, see, your belief is going to guide you into thinking, and your thinking is going to guide you into action. And when you put things into action, guess what? God has nothing to do with it because he's giving you a free will. You can go out there and make the same mistakes over and over and over again. If you didn't get it right yesterday and didn't, didn't believe that Jesus can help you today, most likely you'll probably get it right again get it wrong today. Because guess what? Because you don't believe Jesus can help you. Absolutely. It's not, it's, it does not matter how it looks. The most important thing is what you believe about what, what you're looking at. By the grace of God. When Gideon looked at all those that, at the, uh, the army of the Mennonites, there were over 300,000 men there. Totally, undefe totally defeated. In the natural. Looking at it from the natural. And God said, Gideon was thinking like most people. I need to give me some bombs. A little bit of artillery. I need to call for reinforcement. Command, there's a lot of Mennonites out here. And God just basically told me, Gideon, your army you got now is too big. I'm going to reduce what you got to 300. See, you got to believe. You got to believe. You got to believe when you enter that situation, guess what? It does not matter what the odds are. If you can believe that you are a winner, you win. How many people in your life have looked at you over the years and said, well, you know, I know she won't gonna be nothing. I know he won't going to do nothing. But guess what? You did not believe in what, they, what, what you heard. You believe just the opposite of what you heard. And look at where you are now. And the song said, look what the Lord had done for me. You brought me out of the ashes, out of the fire, out of the miry clay, and put me on a solid ground by the grace of God. It got good all the time. And then for St. Mark, St. Mark chapter 5 and verse 36. See Mark chapter, chapter 5, verse 36. We're not going to be here, here with you much longer. Got a few more things we're going to say to you and we'll let you go. 36. As soon as Jesus heard that the word 
that was spoken. He said unto the ruler of the synagogue, Thomas George, be not afraid, but what? Only believe. How many times we hear words and people say things to us and about us and that we don't want to hear? Especially when it comes to our loved ones. And we throw up on our hands with all these naysayers. Oh, God, we can't do nothing. And we get in the bed with them and start believing the way they believe. Instead of somebody taking a stand and saying, you know what? I heard what was said. But this is what I believe. God is no respect of person. What he has promised, he is always able to perform. By the grace of God. He said, be not afraid. And the first thing come in your life, when, when faith come in, when, when fear come in, faith walks out. When faith walks in, fear walks out. And things always are done. Look at this. Think about it. They always are done in such a way to bring fear to you. Look what we just went through a few months ago, this pandemic. It didn't bring us faith. It brought us fear. And because of that, it has rocked people's thoughts about believing. God, I believe you for many years, and, and I've served you for many years, and God, my mama died. My daddy died. My brother died. Listen to me. God knows all that. But what we don't know, what that person believed and what they believed in before they died. You know, when you go to the hospital, everybody get holy. Get sanctified. Everybody loves Jesus. Have you accepted Jesus? Oh, yes. I accepted Jesus when I was a child. But it's the last thing you did was accept Jesus as a child and you haven't been back to talk to Jesus since until today. But now you have a dilemma and you need his help. Not to the point that God can't help you, but you don't have the faith to believe what you want in right now. Had nothing to do with God. That's why you heard me say many times, you can't get ready. You got to be ready. What good is the gun when you have no bullets? You're going to fight him with the gun? What you going to do? I step down and shaking your shoes with fear. And that's the same thing with us. We believe that we can take our gun and beat the devil with it. You can't do it. The weapons of our, well, uh, our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God are pulling down the stronghold by the grace of God. And that's why it's important to be able to be like over in the book of Proverbs, Proverbs chapter 24 and verse 10. That's why it's important. It's to know God for yourself. Look at your neighbor and say, know God for yourself. I appreciate the fact you have trust in us, but don't put your trust in me. Put your trust in Jesus. Your trust is in Jesus. 
He's the one that's going to save you. He's the one that's going to heal you and deliver you. Amen. I may let you down, but Jesus will never let you down. Proverbs 24.10, it says this, and amplifies. It says, if you faint, if you faint in a day of adversity, your strength is small. You give up, quit. Because you don't have the faith to believe what, what you're facing against by the grace of God. You don't believe there's no hope in your situation. You don't believe that, that like the song say, God can turn this thing around. Don't believe that. So your faith is small. It's not big enough to believe that God can do it. Do all things through Christ which strengthen you. And that's why it's important. That is the peace of God that passes all understanding. It's knowing what you believe, why you believe it, and the reason you believe it. That's peace. Just like your children. All your children, all the teaching you do to your children, when they walk out the door, you have no clue of where they're going to go. But guess who does? If you believe, if you put the right seed in them, when time comes, the right seed will come out of them. Train them up. Proverbs 22, 6 says, train them up. Instruct them, teach them, educate them. Not just going to always give them what they want. They need things, and you want to give them things, and it's a blessing to be able to give them things. But don't just give them that and that only. Give them a little bit of J-E-S-E-S. -S. We want people to be successful. We believe that higher education is our success to the future. We believe that. But what about our future with Jesus? What about that? Do we believe that? And many people, and many people don't. And that's why I come down to when, you, when you're dealing with all this stuff, by examining your Examine what you believe. That's why it's important for you to be able to guard your heart. Guard your heart. Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 23. In the Amplified verse, it says, Keep and guard your heart. Not with some, not with a portion, but with all diligence above all that you guard. For why? Because out of it flows the issue of life. We just let ourselves open to anything, exposed to anything. And that's not what God wants us to do, be exposed to anything. So your heart is a command center. And what it does is it controls the soul, the mind, and the will. If you get the right things in it, it see, it's not about the world. The world's in such a mess that it's in today. We don't have a a color problem or, or all these other problems we have, what we have today is a heart problem. And what our government can't figure out is this. You can take a man to the water, or take a, a horse to the water, but you can't make him drink. You can give him all the schools there is, 
put them in all the best places and train them and whatever. But unless his or her heart change, they're not going to change. They got to have a heart change. Until we get that heart change, things are not going to change. Our will, our emotion, our feelings. Why we get upset? Because we don't believe we can control our temper. Why we go into a, a, a crazy, maniac, cussing fit? Why we do that? Because we don't believe that we can control ourselves, that we can express ourselves without using profanity. And when we do that, we embarrass ourselves. God is not upset with you. And God wants to change everything you want to believe or you've been believing, but you've got to be willing to let it go by the grace of God. How do we examine ourselves? How do we examine ourselves? Point number one. 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16. We read the scriptures. The scripture is what's going to change you. The word of God. Remember how you was before you got saved? Remember? Many of us never believed that we would be where we are today. That we would change. But guess what? Look what the scripture said. The whole Bible, not some, not a portion, the whole Bible was given to us by the inspiration of God, from God, and to you, and useful to teach us what is true, and to make us what realize what is wrong in our lives. But if you don't read the Bible, how are you gonna know what you believe is true or not? There's no, there's no way to examine it. You know what you what the average person would do? They will continue to keep believing what they always have believed. And they end up getting what they always have gotten. You want something new? You got to do something new. That's why the Bible teaches in the book of uh, Romans, chapter 12 and verse 1. He said, be not conformed to the world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Getting all little junk out. Every now and then, like an old refrigerator, we need to clean it out. That old stuff that's been in there that had expiration dates on it. Come on, somebody, help me out here. We need to throw it out. And many times we don't throw it out because we don't want to buy nothing new. But see, you believe that it will make you sick. Well, other people don't believe they can make them sick. Make them sick if they just get rid of it and they still have some more in their jaw. <laughs> Time to clean it out. Clean it out by the grace of God. And to make you realize, to make us realize what is 
is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in what? In our lives and what we think. That's the only way it's going to change you. It's the only way you're going to get all that old crazy stuff that out of your head about religion and about all this. People think that even believe the only certain denomination going to go to heaven. It's not true. It's not true. But people believe that. And you can't, you can't allow yourself to be one of those to get hung up on get hung up on, on, on that type of stuff. Whosoever will, let him come. If any man come to me, I will in no wise cast out. God is not going to cast you out. He didn't say, well, you're rich, poor, or what your denomination is, and all that good stuff, but people believe that. And they will segregate themselves from you because that's what they believe. And all this is just superstition and it's false teaching. That's not mad when they get mad at me, but that's what the Bible says, false teaching. That's what the Pharisees and scribes and, and Sadducees did. They always done things to segregate themselves from everybody else. And because they did that, that gave them a sense of pride and they felt that they were better than everybody else. You got certain religion that believed that if they believe that they eat certain things, it will destroy them. They will keep them out of the kingdom of God. And they teach that. If you don't go to church on a certain day, you're not saved. They believe that. And they teach that. That's not what we are. God can care what day you serve as long as you serve him in spirit and in truth. It makes a difference what you believe because it brings freedom in your life. It don't cause you to become really confrontational. It causes you to become more compassionate and open to other people to understand what they believe, why they believe, whatever. Just like most, like you see people in our community walking down the street. They, believe, they don't believe that they can get out and be good citizens. That's why they walk. That's why they're in homes. That's why they don't get. That's why they don't get jobs. Some of them don't believe that they can get a job and hold a job. Calling the name, but we know another person like that did it for years. Didn't believe. I imagine we've been had this ministry going on um, fifteen years or plus or more. That particular person did not believe that they could get a job and hold a job. Because of what he believed. And that same person today has a job and he's working. Because why? He's changed his belief about who he was and how he looked at himself. That's why a lot of us don't really get out with different people because we feel, we see ourselves as not measuring up. We don't believe. That we measure up because we're a certain size, because we're a certain height, because we're a certain color, and all that other stuff. Let me tell you something. They're all lies and tricks from the devil and lies from the pits of hell, keeping you from being able to enjoy the fellowship one from another, whatever. Well, I'm not going to that church because they don't believe whatever we believe. 
you don't realize what you're missing. Step out and reach out. Experience something different. There's nothing wrong with eating chicken and collard green, but you can't eat chicken and collard green every day. And get tired of it. You got to believe. You got to, you, it's important what you believe by the grace of God. Point number two. How you examine yourself, your trials and your tribulation. How you freak out during your trials and during your tribulation. In the book of James, in the book of James, James chapter 1 and verse 2, it says, Count of what? Account of all joy. When you deal with different types of trials and temptations. Listen to me, that's not easy. That's not a stroll in the park. That's a decision that you have to make. Just like the scripture said, this is the day the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. That's a decision that you make. And not based upon how much money you made, what your bank account looked like, how many friends you, you have, how many people come and visit you and what, what job you work, what type of car you, you drive, what, where you live at? It does not matter that. He said, this is the day, regardless. I will rejoice. I believe and I know I can rejoice and be glad in it by the grace of God. Got another point here I want to share with you. Whenever time we when people begin to touch our sacred cow, look at your neighbors as a sacred cow. Now, what is the sacred cow? Those things you've been holding on for years that are not true. And anybody challenge you on that, you get mad, you get upset. You go into a rage. I don't care. I just don't believe that. Just because you don't believe it don't make it true. Remember Thomas? Except I can touch his hand and his wounds or whatever, I would not believe. Not that I can't believe, but I will not believe. Well, Jesus turned around and corrected him. He said, Thomas, let me show you something, son. Blessed are those who have seen and believe. But blessed are those who have not seen and yet believe. You don't have to see it to believe it. You have to know it to believe it. And it has to be lined up with God's word. James chapter 1 and verse 19. Amplified version. Understand this, my beloved brethren. Let every man or woman be what? Quick to hear and ready to listen. When people are talking to you about something, you can't always think about your feeling. You've got to think about the other people, other person's feeling too. Is God good? 
quick to hear and ready to what? To listen. Stop talking and listen. You may learn something. You may learn that you've been a jerk for X number of years. And they just found enough courage to tell you how what a jerk you was. Now you're mad. Because you thought you was the girl and you were the boy. But guess what? If you keep your mouth shut and go and pray, you can learn something and come back and be a better person by the grace of God. Only a fool will fight a tree and talk to a tree. Well, you got people, some people like that. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I'm not going to believe it. And that's okay. That's your choice. But when you get into a real life situation, you, you, in retrospect, you look back and remember that statement that you made, what you don't believe. If you don't believe that, then you might not believe anything else someone tell you as well. If you notice in your life, and get ready to close, the more open you are to life in general, you know more people will share with you. A closed mind like a closed bank. You can't make no deposit into it, and you can't make no withdrawals out of it. Can't get nothing in it, and you can't get nothing out of it. We want to be able to be people that not only just believe, but know what we believe, why we believe it, and the reason we believe it. Because what you believe will determine what you do and how you live. Will determine how you feel about Christ, whether you serve Christ or not. I love the Lord. He, he heard my cry. Sure he did. But do you love him as much as he loved you? That makes a big difference by the grace of God. God is an amazing God. And that's why, that's why the scripture is saying over there, and go back to the book of um, Daphne, if you will, put um, 2 Corinthians chapter, um, chapter 13, verse 5 on over here one more time. We're going to look at that, then we'll get ready to close. That's why it's important for you to examine yourself, really. You can't judge me. Ain't nobody trying to judge you. Judge yourself. Examine yourself whether you be in the faith and prove your own self. You don't have to tell them about who you are. If they stay around you long enough, they're going to know who you are. what type of person you are. You don't have to tell them. A lot of times people come up and they say, well, I'm this, I'm that. And like, That's wonderful. I'm great. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. But when you begin to look like a tomato and you're supposed to be a watermelon, then you got some problems. <laughs> Somebody got some problems. That's why it's important now Everything you've been told, 
You need to examine it against the word of God and make sure that you are in the faith. It's important. Because if you don't, it can lead you to some place you don't want to be by the grace of God. Let's get ready for communion. Get ready for communion. Then we're going to pray for Tiffany's uh, brother by the grace of God. We thank God for what he's doing and all the great things that he's, he's doing for us. Amen. Follow us. Let's, let's gentlemen come. Please come.